There's work and then there's life. But what about me? You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Amber. And I am Melina, and it's a me Monday. Woo woo. Uh, so on today's episode, we wanted to talk about work-life balance. What does it mean? Is it possible? Is it achievable? And how you find the me time, hence me Monday, <laughs> um, within your work and your life, with, which is your family and your friends and everything um, outside of work. And everyone's way of life is different. That's why it's good that we have, you know, the dynamic between the two of us because we do, you know, have similar similar things in life, but we do have a completely different work schedule. And so we just thought it would be a great idea to share with you how we handle our day to day if things or events come, you know, out of nowhere or happen to. And it's very different how we structure because yeah. Lena's working for herself and sort of creating her own hours, whereas I am at work a set amount of hours in the day, and then I also have my commute and travel time. So how we our lives are structured are very different. So work-life balance means different things to each of us. Yeah. And what's crazy is when Amber brought this to my attention, maybe we should talk about this. And I was like, wait, I don't even know what work-life balance even means. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I've never had a nine to five. Is this a nine to five thing or corporate world term lingo you guys use? And I'm <laughs> betting that really, I feel like the term came along once there were more women in more executive positions because, oh. yeah, because they were having families. So oh, they're having oh. families. And then this term sort of came along as like, well, there has to be a work-life balance. And I feel like men should have the same, but of course. it's not valued the same way because they're not the ones giving birth to the children. So, um, you know, I feel like this is something that came along later once that started to happen. More. I mean, there are more men working, you know, stay at home dads, but they're never going to be the ones carrying the baby. That's right. one thing that's <laughs> not going to change. Everything else can change. So I guess explaining, because you've already explained um, in our little discussion before this podcast, this episode, you explained what the work-life balance is. So maybe for those who don't really know that term or haven't heard it, you can give a little description of what it means to you or just the general corporate world how they interpret that term. Yeah, so the idea of work-life balance is exactly, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's that, yes, there is work and you're dedicated to however many hours, 40 plus, depending on the week and what you're doing, but also finding a way to have a life, you know? And so you're not living in this world where it's completely work driven that if you have a life then that helps you balance work hard play hard kind of mm -hmm. um theme so that's the idea as I've known it working on the corporate side to be able to have a life outside of 
the office. That's essential to <laughs> keep you in a normal life. You'd go insane if you didn't have friends to talk to, go out for happy hour, travel. But some professions, it's tough. You know, it, it, it takes it's a, it takes a lot of time and or you sort of because I say to myself all the time, I can always find something at work to do. And if I wanted to, I could stay there until 8, 9, 10 o'clock every night, but it's not healthy. So a lot of this too is coming from a place of like mental, physical health. And that's funny because I just got done teaching my class and I was talking to one of the students and she was mentioning, I won't mention any names, but she was talking about her boyfriend and how he, you know, like others here in LA work in production. Um, sometimes because they're contractors, you go for a long period of time not having work and then you stress and then you even though they make a lot of money in that one show or movie, whatever they happen to be on, and then they don't live because they're stressing about their next gig. That's also something to consider too, because we do live in LA where everyone's in the film industry or the music industry. And there's times when you're going to be out of work. So how do you have a social life if all you're doing is thinking about work? You can't really have a social life, right? Because you're worried about money and getting the next paycheck, especially if you have a family. And and that's why, you know, there was an article that came out recently based on the, the notion that work-life Balance is a myth and it's really about work-life integration, which I think is true because you're not necessarily going to have the same amount of hours in a week for yourself that you work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of that time, most of that time outside of the office, like if you're working in a, yeah. a nine to five corporate world, um, is going to be sleeping. <laughs> so then you only have, you know, a handful of hours if you're you sleeping. Know, outside of that. So it, it, there's never really like for every hour you work, there's going to be an hour to yourself. But I think it's really more so about integrating your life and work. And I think it's also true that there are going to be weeks where it's going to be crazier. I just came off a stretch of three weeks where I was in the office late every single night. I was traveling, you Mm -hmm. know, um, to New York for a week. And so completely off the schedule. But then I come back and I have this big project behind me and now I can have a more normal week. So I think that it's never going to be like 50-50 all the time. Sometimes it might be 80-20, 80 Mm -hmm. work, 20 life. But then you hope that in the end it will find a happy medium because it shouldn't always be 80 work, 20 life. Sometimes it needs to be 60 life and 40 work. And so if you can just find a way to um, integrate that time for yourself and your family and your friends into and around your schedule, like that's... And that's kind of, not kind of, that's, I need to stop using that word, (laughs) kind of. And so, but my life, and I feel like a lot of stay-at-home moms, even stay-at-home dads, and people who work from home, our structure is time management. So we're not answering it to anyone or meeting deadlines, timelines to complete something. Expect it to be at your desk Mm -hmm. for a certain amount of hours. Even if you're not doing anything, you're just sitting there. And for me, it's really structuring my time on a day-to-day basis because I could get sidetracked just like that. So, you know, that's a special skill and that's something that we need to learn like stay-at-home parents and that's why everyone can't work for themselves it is sometimes the structure is helpful and it's needed it's like the more freedom that you have the lazier you're going to be and that's so true so if you make your give yourself a schedule and plan your day just like I feel like what the the term work-life integration that the life integration is is you know and something things come my way that I just am able to just drop everything and do it because I have that flexibility But in general, I have to plan it and that's just how I have to live my life. And I love it that way. But for you, 
you're you're either answering to someone, you're answering to a coworker or someone below you, a client. Right. It isn't as flexible. My. But so I think for me how I integrate my work mm-hmm. in life is I've talked about before, like my lunch workouts. And it's very easy for me to find something during that lunch hour to do. And yes, there are some days where you're dealing with time-sensitive matters and you just cannot get away, mm-hmm. and that happens. But any sort of task or work that can wait until after lunch and allows me to get in that workout, I'm going to get in my workout. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's one way I integrate my life into work. Also, in terms of, you know, the time I spend with my fiance and after we get home, if there may be emails or things that we have to do, we'll go into a separate room. And we know that when we're together, we're spending that time together. Mm-hmm. And we, we call it switching off. Yeah. And so we try to have a clear separation between when we're doing something for work and that time we spend together and also communicating with one another. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm on my phone, babe, I'm not, don't worry. Like I'm not texting or surfing like it's work email so I don't want to interrupt that time that I have with him so I think communicating with your family and your partner about your work and having that switch off time together is important and even if it's for an hour it makes such a difference yeah and it's also in a way setting up boundaries so you're having time with him I'm cutting off work I'm going back a little bit my life what I do for a living to make money I don't even think of it as work it's a big chunk of my life so I'm living actually what I'm talking so I also have to set up boundaries with clients I can't be friends and go out and party with everyone I because everyone wants to party with Lena let me tell you she's a good time (laughs) not necessarily party but you know you have to set up boundaries that this is a business you have clients there's just certain things that you have to separate and that's tricky for me too it's separating different compartments I guess compartmentalizing different things in my life so yeah what you're talking about is you making time for different parts of your life so it sounds like for you, it's compartmentalizing. For me, it's the routines. Mm-hmm. So I have the routine of going to work Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. but I also have a routine of getting my workouts in during yep. lunch. And then I also have the routine of sitting down with my fiance if he's not working, because sometimes yeah. they have games or he's traveling, but when he's home, of having our dinner together Mm -hmm. and having that hour or so. And then on Saturday mornings, if he's here, we try to work out together and do the farmer's market. And so getting those routines established, I think is just as important and can help with creating that work-life integration. Because I think if you don't have some sort of life or me time routine, it's easier to push it off and say, well, I'll get to it next week or I'll do it tomorrow or, you know, but if you have those routines, I think it helps with the integration because you're putting just as much emphasis on your life as you are your work. Yeah, and you can keep it excited. It doesn't have to be such a dull routine that you're doing the same thing over and over again. No, no, again. I, don't mean, I don't mean routine in the boring sense. I yeah. mean having that structured time where you know we're spending this together or we're going on this. Yeah, I mean I could jog and go to the farmer's market every Saturday. I don't consider it boring because it's different every time. Yeah. 
And it's all, it comes down, you've already mentioned it, is communication. So if you have communication with your work, your clients, your significant other, your children, if you happen to have children and you're listening, it's separating all of those. I can't mention that enough. And making sure you set time aside for everything and everyone. And that also includes yourself, me, you, and making time. It just can't be about work, your social life, and your partner. Because if you miss out on... I think the me piece of it is the most difficult piece because there's only so many I always say there's like there's not enough hours in the day I mean even for me because I have a you know hour hour plus commute each way to from work I do have some of that me time I listen to other podcasts Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that can be you know the me time it's just finding something for yourself um, during a commute because maybe you don't have a whole stretch especially and again we're having this conversation as people who don't yet have kids Mm -hmm. and so when you add kids to the equation I can only imagine I admire every uh co-worker in my department has kids and sometimes there are days where like I said for the past three weeks I've been insane I'm like I don't know how they then mm-hmm. <laughs> go home and take care of their kids and do all these things and so I admire them a lot in a lot of ways and I know that this conversation will change and I'm curious to see how I handle work-life integration once kids mm-hmm. come into the picture it's gonna make a world of difference we I already know so this is how it's working today <laughs> I can't make any promises mm-hmm. You know, down the line. So for me, I already talked about me and I mentioned that I have more flexibility. So I have a lot more me time. But the downside for me and working for myself and you're not you don't experience this is that I am a contractor. I have my own business. So I am making, you know, I'm making money quote unquote, while I'm sleeping, but I also have a private training business. So when I go on vacation, I just happen to go home and I visited some family. Um, I don't have vacation hours. I don't have sick time. So I lose that opportunity to make money when I'm leaving clients, when I'm working for myself. I also have to- If that's how you look at it. But I also have <laughs> right. to pay for my own ins- health insurance. All the insurance that you're getting from a corporate job or a job where they're paying you benefits, I don't get that. So there are pros right. and cons to having my own business. Like every job you do, there's going to be pros and cons. Right. But you have to look at that side of it too. Yes, I have a lot of flexibility, more spare time, but I have to, like I said, schedule, budget, and really work out every last detail because I am responsible for myself and those are in my life. For you, it's different because you'd get that travel time. You get those holiday hours, vacation, sick time. I do. And I'm fortunate to work for a company who Mm -hmm. I think has a pretty generous um, vacation policy. And because there are others that, you know, it's maybe like two weeks in the Mm -hmm. year. And then that pretty much is eaten up with the holidays for the Mm -hmm. most part. You take a week for the holidays and then one week during the year. I have always admired my friends who are European because Europeans in general have a very different view. Like they have lived the work-life integration. They fully embrace it. And so, I mean, even in France, they, I don't know if they actually did or were just talking about it at the time, but like cutting the work week down to 32 hours and they have, wow, 32 hours (laughs) and they have holiday. They call it the holiday Mm -hmm. in that vacations, but they have, I don't know exactly how many weeks, but probably four to eight weeks in the year that employees at a lot of different companies have for their vacation. And so some of this comes from the American view of of work. Yes. 
And so this idea of being like a slave to your job and, you know, all of those things that we take on because it's the culture that we live in. But I think that there are other cultures who, like I said, you know, other countries who get it right and who value that time for yourself and your family and they actually give you and maybe at the end of the day maybe they make a little bit less but in some ways it's like maybe you'd rather have that and actually have more time for family and yourself <laughs> than just making a little bit more money but we're so driven by yeah we're the here bigger here. faster yeah get it done we all consume consume make consume more, buy more yeah. yeah and i could say the same thing about their school system over there this is off subject and their insurance we need to take a lot from their health insurance just in some countries we we need to take we, from we might them. have a whole we might, that might be where they have a whole separate episode yes yeah, because you do have quite a few friends over there and your fiance is from there so that's just something to consider and that's helpful in itself yes i wish you know being a self-employed person i wish things were a little different um but why i chose to do that as well i knew why when i say i chose to do that why i wanted to work for myself this goes back years but i knew <laughs> i shouldn't say that i knew i was told while i was playing basketball that i was uncoachable and <laughs> <laughs> i laugh at that now there i was like how dare you say i'm uncoachable and a few coaches probably said this at some point but i am a stubborn person and i've been hard-headed and i knew exactly what I wanted to do, you know, from the time I, I came out of the womb. I knew this is what I want and I'm going to get it done. So I've been very, you know. You wanted to be a personal trainer? No, no, no. I just, oh. anything that I wanted to <laughs> oh, okay. do, I was going to make it happen and I didn't want anyone telling me but what to do. So came out with a barbell. And <laughs> no, no, no. I came out with a, this, this mind to do what Lena wanted. Yeah. No one was going to tell me what right. to do. So that's where the whole uncoachable thing, because they would try to tell me to do something. They would tell me to do something and I never follow direction. So I knew, I was like, there's no way I can work for someone. I don't like the idea of someone giving me a task, making sure it's done this time. I tried that in school. <laughs> I did it in school and I felt that was enough. So me working for someone just wasn't going to happen. So I had to really think, process it and really come up with something that was going to work for me. And when I discovered private training, I just, and not only that, I just had, just had a gift. I was able to just do it. I got along with people and I just love the body. I love fitness. I love health. And it was just a perfect match for me. So when I decided I wanted to do this job and create this, it's now a popular thing. I think the fitness concept year's business is a it's a bigger thing than people sure. think it's very competitive so when I started it six or seven or eight years ago you know it was it was tough to start people questioned my my decisions and my vision but I made it happen and that's ultimately why I wanted to do it because I wanted to work for myself essentially be the boss tell people what to do but not be bossy <laughs> be in control of my situation and so that is why I chose to do what I'm doing now I'm happy doing it you know like I said there are pros and cons to it but there is a reason why everyone chooses what they want to do you know you chose what you wanted to do for more I guess stability more sure security you know some people can't live with what is the way I live more on um unexpected you don't know what's going to happen right what I chose to do and we all make choices you chose to go down that path I chose down to go down this path yeah and I think it's different everyone has different sort of needs so it just whether you work for yourself or you work part-time and then do you know something mm -hmm. for yourself or you're working full-time for a company you know I mean that's the great thing about it is there are options 
And so I think everyone is sort of built a little bit differently. And Mm -hmm. so those different avenues of, you know, generating income and working, you know, it's, you can find what best suits you. (laughs) And and to be honest, it might not be the same thing for your whole life. It may change. So, you know, I think, um, one, finding, you know, figuring out a job that where you can support yourself and also that you would hopefully enjoy on some level. But I think I don't even know the percentage of people who are not happy in the position they're in. And I've had a few, actually the few instructors that work for me were in the corporate world. They opted to quit that job to become full-time instructors. And that's what they do full-time for a living. They gave up a big paycheck to have something less stressful. And I admire them for that because they did go into something, they chose a career, they went to school for the specific line of work, and then they gave it up because their mental state and the money was not worth it in the end. So I don't think of it as quitting. I think it's healthier what they did and they were just looking out for their future. Exactly. It depends on your needs as an individual. You know, that happens also in the legal profession. A lot of people leave a law firm because, you know, it is very demanding. They Mm -hmm. are driven by the clock. So they actually have programs where there's a managing partner or someone in the firm who's watching your billable hours. Tick, 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 tick. So you really are driven for every second to make money. And a lot of lawyers decide to leave, you know, the law firm and move in-house because Mm -hmm. it is more of the... And I keep using the term nine. It's not always nine thirty, six thirty. You know, nine thirty-seven, ten. To, it's the corporate world. Yeah, it's the corporate world. But choose to leave the law firm and work in house because they are able to have more of the work-life balance because the hours are more structured and set. And so you know that as is a decision that a lot of lawyers make. But then there are some people who it really feeds them and they want to be at the firm and work those hours and do those things. Again, no matter who you are, you definitely need some life. Like you can't be mm-hmm. all work that is not healthy. But but it just it depends on what your needs are as an individual, whether the firm life is right for you, whether in-house is right for you, whether working for yourself is right. It you know, it really depends. Or if you just take a cut in your your pay. Some people can survive off that. It's all about priority prioritizing what is important to you. And that's what and yeah. that's what I was going back to the point about making the transition from a law firm to in-house, you do take a pay cut. So that's the other side of it. So yes, but some people make that choice because having the balance in their life is important. Mm -hmm. And so that's a value decision that they make. Yeah. And that could be, there are so many other reasons why people choose to do that. But that leads me into, we touched on it a bit about that me time and why it's so essential and healthy and how it will guide you to a better life is making sure. And I know we mentioned this also before about when you have children, that could be just one child or you have two or three and you have a husband or a life partner. You have to make sure, I know it is tough. It's tough for those who are single and they're just working and, you know, trying to live a social life and do things for others, but you have to look out for yourself. I 
I will not stress this enough to my clients, to myself, to my family, is making time for yourself. And we did touch on it a bit, but it's just a bit of a reminder. I don't want to drag it on too much, but if you wanted to. Yeah, no. And I think this is also something that we'll address when we have a conversation about wanting to start families ourselves. That's one of the biggest pieces I really want to hold on to is I like my style. I like my fashions. I like my, I do not want to lose myself once I have kids and I I recognize that I'm going to have to give everything mm-hmm. <laughs> to my children, but I, I feel like it's so important to keep who you are and to make sure you take care of yourself inside and out. So with what you eat and even how you look, just to like feel good about yourself because once you sort of lose yourself, that's when the insecurity set in, you stop feeling as good about yourself, then maybe you can't be as good of a partner or as good of a mother as you can be because you're not your full self. So I think, I mean, I sort of digress, but that's something that is very much in my consciousness about having a family and something that I want to hold on to. So (laughs) we'll see how that works out, but it is something that I do think about. Yeah. And to tap into that a little bit, also those who are in a relationship and say, and this might be so far off topic, (laughs) it depends on how you look at it. But if you're in a relationship with someone and you just start in a relationship, say for instance, and you ha- you're at the gym all the time and you're so fit. And then once you've established that we're together, we're a unit now, and then you- one of you falls off. To me, that is the same as just saying, screw you, screw this relationship. You know, I'm comfortable now right. and I'm not going to look out for myself. Right. So what you're saying is you're just kind of giving up. You're not only giving up on yourself, you're giving up on the relationship. And to me, that's not productive. That is not healthy. And I think you are not, you're focusing on other things than yourself. So that's something that we can tap into more of. But it's if you don't have that me time and that alone time to do what you've always done and just feel like because you're in a relationship now, you can kind of just let yourself go. That's a selfish move. And it's selfish in a way that's not looking out in your best interest. Or your partner's best interest. Yeah, I think the bottom line is like no one's saying like if you came into the relationship with abs and you don't have them anymore, like your partner should leave you. But I think it's just that it's really about taking care of yourself because it's so important to feel good inside and outside. And so when we talk about this work-life balance Mm -hmm. or work-life integration, it's really about taking care of yourself. Of course, absolutely, and, um, And not forgetting to do that even when you have the craziness of work and your partner and if you have kids, to still make sure that you look out for yourself. And what I mean by that is stepping back and reflecting on, okay, this has gone too far and I haven't, I'm going out too much. I'm going to happy hour and I'm not spending enough quality time with my partner I'm not going to the gym I'm not saying it's just like physical things yes, it's we know. <laughs> all emotional hobbies that you like to do yes. it's just try to keep things kind of in the same order and again going back to priorities it's prioritizing things we went off on a tangent a little bit more so me but um yeah we're gonna bring Reel things back, back in, in. <laughs> and we're going to share our me moments how this subject of today's conversation relates to a moment during the week that reflects something positive or something exciting that happened to us or that we did so I guess Amber she has a kind of a neat one um, she's going to share with you and then I'll share mine well my me moment this week is actually all about work <laughs> <laughs> so I was just 
I mentioned earlier that it's been a crazy few weeks at the office and we were working. I cover a late night show and we were working to bring the show to Brooklyn, New York, which we typically do every year. And I wonder what show that is. (laughs) Jimmy came alive with the exclamation point. And so leading up to Brooklyn week, there are a lot of like major sponsors that buy into the week. So it was very busy trying to get all of that done. And then the show did something really cool. They do a musical performance basically every, pretty much every show. Um, It's the last act of the show. And for this particular um, performance, they shot it as a music video instead of just doing like Mm -hmm. a concert on the stage with Eminem for his single Venom. And it was a deal um, that I worked on with a team of people and... You know, it was happy. It was stressful, stressful for a few weeks, but it all came together, I'm happy to say. And it's super exciting because the music video is um, on YouTube, on Jimmy Kimmel Live YouTube channel. And if you watch all the way to the end, you may see my name scroll by in the credits. <laughs> but anyway, it was just, you know, the sponsor was really happy. The show was happy. It turned out really cool. So despite all of the stress and long, hard hours that it took for me for the past few weeks, it was great to see sort of it come to life. And then now that Brooklyn Week is behind me, I can get back to wedding planning. <laughs> so now it's the life part. And this year... I decided to come back a day early and I ended up missing the big party on Thursday night, but I left after the show on Thursday. I came back on Friday and I went wedding dress shopping. So that is how I was able to integrate my life into a crazy work week and um, or a crazy work couple of weeks. And so I do think that it's important to be able to find time for both and to create that time. So it was great. It was a great time in New York, but it was also a wonderful time, you know, with my friends. And I said yes to a dress. So (laughs) (laughs) you prioritize, but was important. It was a good meme moment. And by the way, that's a great movie. Have you seen it? Venom? It's so good. It's a good movie. Um, So my me moment is more life related, although I do work when I'm, you know, away on vacation and I went um, back home. Portland is still home to me, even though I've lived in L.A. for almost now 13 years. Portland will always be home. Portland, Oregon, that is not Portland. Lynn, Maine, Portland, Oregon. And just being around family, it keeps me grounded. And whenever I go home, see my grandparents, you know, I happen to be around both my sisters. My other sister lives in DC. And I was actually there to meet my new nephew, the new, the newest member of our family. Super cute. Yeah, he is so cute. (laughs) You know, work life, we all have that work and we have to live a life. So for me, the me moment is just remind remembering that family is the number one thing for me. And if I don't have family, there's really nothing that I have because they are what makes me me. And I'm just thankful that I have such a close family. And I was thankful to be home, thankful to spend time with my little Benji and thankful to be around my sisters and my mother. So that was my me moment. Um, just taking time away to reflect on life and see family that I haven't seen in four months. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that um, is our conversation about the work-life balance, the life integration, and just how we balance 
our day-to-days. I can't say this enough. We look forward to hearing from you. Everything that you want to share with us, we are accepting. We receive everything. So whether that's constructive, you dislike us, you are love what we have to say. We appreciate all of it. And thank you for everyone who has reached out mm-hmm. and been supportive or given their thoughts. We are very grateful. To thank you to my mother who mentioned that we repeat things. So I'm trying my best not to repeat <laughs> over and over again. That was a tip, a suggestion she gave me. So thank you, mother. Whatever it is, email us. It's befitandme at gmail.com. Instagram at befitandme. And then, of course, our website, which we're still working on. It's a process. So be patient. (laughs) It'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) BeFitAndMe.com. And then everywhere you can find a podcast, you can find BeFitAndMe. So just type it in the Google search engine or just type it in the search engine on your favorite podcast hosting site. So that's pretty much it. We will talk next time. Have a good day. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Until next time, remember, stay sweet. Stay sexy. Stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all.